It's October, which means that now, more than ever, if you feel the need to spend the night in a haunted house just to satisfy a dare, win a bet, or secure your place in a fraternity, don't do it. Remember, just like in Vegas, the house always wins. I'm Loop. And I'm Larry. And this is Guardians of Geek. In a world filled with intergalactic space battles, metahuman destruction on a global scale, and psychopathic serial hauntings, there's only one team who can make sense of it all. When your world is overrun with rampant pop culture, call Luminary Guardians of Geek. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Such a big explosion. <laughs> <laughs> this is Lupin Larry, Guardians of Geek. Thank you for joining us. Episode 18. This is 18, and this might be our favorite month to do podcasts. Oh, yeah. It's Halloween month. October. Gotta October. love it. Gotta love it. Yep. Someone the other day was like, Oh, it's fall. I love fall. It's like no, it's it's it's, it's Halloween. October. Yeah, it's, I don't care. The whole month is Halloween to me. So here, here, just a little side note here. I like Halloween is by far my favorite holiday of the year. I've I've been following on Instagram a whole bunch of um, Halloween accounts. Yeah, for the last year, and it's really messed me up because those accounts decorate for Halloween like in August, and it makes <laughs> me really really want to do it. And so it's like taking everything I have to. St- to hold off until October 1st. I made it until September 28th this year. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah I almost got to October, but nope, the decorations are up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one of those people that want to do a lot of decorations, but the uh, I just, you I always cat- forget. And you have cats. And I have cats as well. Yeah. But the uh, but I want to do them, and then I'm like, okay, next year for sure. I'm going to do my garage up. It's going to be all scary. And then I never go out and buy any of the things that uh, would be needed for this. And then I just, I fail. Well, I, fail I, I will be there for you next year. <laughs> Perfect. Probably Excellent. in August. I'll come over. <laughs> we'll start then. <laughs> it takes a while, because if you see people with, like, the homes with that are really done up for Halloween, yeah. they... They take their time, and they're working on this like all year round, like it's just crazy. to get it ready. Yeah, I'm not like that. <laughs> <laughs> Do you find less people are into Halloween, like as far as like giving out candy, like as as far uh, as doing it up their house at least somewhat? I don't know. Like I. I, I find that the people who do it up are doing it up bigger than they used to. Yeah. I don't know if there are, are quite as many, uh, but I, but I think that people are are just as into Halloween as they as they ever have been. And I think I think honestly the reason why is because horror like the horror genre is becoming more and more popular. So people are more into sort of scary things. So right. you know then you get a whole month to show it show it off. Yeah, and I've been uh, this is what I do every year. I try to find either a group of movies or a series or something to watch. Yep. Cuz I like to get into that Halloween spirit. So this year I'm doing the actual Halloween franchise from start to finish. Really? And how many is that? 20? Even including the Buster <laughs> Rhymes movie. I'm doing what? them all. Yes. <laughs> including that one. Oh, uh, you no. know what? When I looked at there's like about 12. That there are a lot. Because there's there's kind of like the the normal series and there's three which which is like Season of the Witch. Season of the Witch. Yep. And then there's like it goes on and then they then there's I don't know if I'm going to watch the Rob Zombie ones cuz there are yeah, like you should. I don't know. I couldn't even get through two. I know. It's really bad. <laughs> it's it, not good. It, it wasn't scary. It was just no. gory. Yeah. Like for for the for no reason. No. But I'll, maybe I'll try to put those in as well. And then the new Halloween, like the reboot. Yes. Which I thought was excellent. I really like the reboot. I'm really excited. We've talked about this already on the yeah. thing, but I'm really excited about that one. But it, it would be hard to keep track of that whole Halloween franchise because they stopped numbering them. 
Yeah, like, after it was a like, while, it's just like, like Halloween H two O. Wasn't that one? Yeah, that was one. <laughs> um, and then yeah, Halloween like in space. Yeah, Rise of Michael Myers or <laughs> yeah. something. I don't know. I, I can't remember what the one was. It might have been Revenge of Michael Myers, the one where they're in oh, the house. Yes, and they put all the cameras in there. Yeah. Like, I don't. I think that was the Buster Rhymes one. That uh, yeah. one. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that is what that was. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. So dumb. But good I, for you for what, trying. What, did, what have you been watching this Halloween? Um, well, I mean, I, I try to – I'm a big fan of Shudder, and I've talked about that lots of times. So I'm trying to make my way through as many of the classic 80s horror horror movies as I can. So yep. I've, I've uh, managed to knock off um, Chopping Mall, which nice. is one of my all-time favorite cheesy horror movies. I love that movie. It's like the quintessential 80s thing. Um, Slumber Party Massacre was in there. Uh, Black Friday was – no. Black Christmas. Yep. Sorry, not Black Friday. <laughs> Black Christmas, which could really either be a Christmas movie or a, or or a Halloween Black, movie. Black Friday was yep. in there. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I've been trying. I've been trying to do the thirty-one days of of Halloween. Uh, I haven't really kept up every day, but oh, it's, it's hard. Of, yeah. Uh, a friend of ours, um, who we may have on the show at some point, Greg. Yes. Um, he uh, is actually including in that in the, the thirty-one days uh, TV shows as yes. well, like The Walking Dead, which I thought was a kind of a cool idea, yep. or Creep Show or whatever. Yeah. Yep. Which I thought was a cool idea because then you're not committed to a movie for 31 days you're yes. just watching some sort of horror based thing for like 31 days. I, I think that's totally acceptable I, I will accept that yep I accept that that 100%. is 100% acceptable <laughs> well there's a couple things we want to get to in the opener before we get into the pop five yep uh, one of the things is that if you've listened to the last couple podcasts um, I don't know what I did I some people like did some settings things here that I didn't know and our, our IT, de- our IT department came in made some adjustments didn't tell us and that happens at every job though you start doing stuff and then the IT department gets in and like oh yeah I forgot to tell you I adjusted this or this yes. and you're like you don't know why things aren't working <laughs> anyways they didn't come out um, the way they usually do so if you're listening to them in headphones there was like a weird it was only on one side and in the car you can't notice it yeah. but if you had headphones on and you're listening it was just like a one-sided and then That's some right. other weird audio on the other side which must have picked up on the second yeah, track yeah some know. dude making a phone call i'm not sure how that happened i don't know how that would even get on there cuz <laughs> there's, there's no, nothing going into the board that does that but anyways whatever so it will get it right for the, this one hopefully yeah, we're back in business we we corrected the IT department i say that now until <laughs> we actually do it and then but at least we've admitted our mistake so we're good but thank you for pointing that out <laughs> no problem uh what else oh so so we wanted to talk right off the top about the big, big movie, the big controversial, controversial mega blockbuster movie that's out currently, Joker. We've both seen it, and we both want to talk about it. And I have so much to say about it. I could have, we could have done an entire podcast just on this, <laughs> but we're not going to. We're just going to limit it to a little bit. However, I want to say if you have not seen this yet, spoilers ahead. Okay, we're gonna make right. it spoilery, right? Yes. Okay. Oh yeah, yeah, because it's like it's been over a week. You can you can skip the first ten minutes of the podcast exactly. from there, and then then join back in. Yeah, but uh, but yeah, just a warning. Here we go in three, two, one. How did you like this movie? Well, Jack Nicholson was excellent Amazing, as the Joker. right? Yeah, he was so good. Uh, I <laughs> Jared never... Leto, fantastic. Yeah, he was oh. so good as well. I didn't know which Joker I was watching. I, I just kind of watched them all. all I wasn't great. sure. No. They're all in this movie. No, I I loved it. It wasn't yeah. as dark as I thought it was going to be. Now because. You hear things from people, and it's like, oh, this is the darkest movie of all time. And then I watched it, I was like, I don't know whether I'm just desensitized to stuff. I think you are. I, I was just like, <laughs> I didn't find it that dark. I was like, yeah, it was all right. Like, see, I, I mean, as far as darkness, I love right. the movie, but yeah. I mean, as far as that went, I was like. See, I, I found it really disturbing, like yeah. really disturbing, like d- to the point where after I watched it, I thought this was one of the best movies I've ever seen, and I and I don't want to ever see it again. Right. Like it was one. It. I was talking to people, and I. I sort of lumped it in with like um, Requiem for a Dream and Seven. Remember those yeah. movies? 
excellent movies that you kind of don't ever want to see again because they're just so disturbing. Right. For me, this is this movie did that. It just I found it was so real and and like his mental illness seems so genuine and like I just I was nervous being watching this. I was like, he's gonna go off and it's this is gonna be very, very unpleasant. <laughs> I was more mesmerized by his performance. Like I, I yes. thought like I, he's just so into it and he was just so good in it. Like yeah. um Joaquin Phoenix and uh it, it was just it was it was excellent top to bottom. There's mm -hmm. a lot of cool things in it. I you know what's funny is that the trailer for this movie, almost everything in that trailer happens in the first like 10 minutes yes. of the movie. Yeah. Like all those little scenes that they cut in. There's a couple other ones that they that were later, but yeah. it was like I'm like, okay, that was in the trailer, that was in the trailer, that was in the trailer. Okay. But it, it just from a perspective of like you work in TV, I worked in TV, just yeah. the perspective of people that that do trailers. Yeah. Like how it, like they really take most of it from either outtakes or the first 10 minutes, yeah. right? So Yeah. Yeah, it didn't it didn't give a lot of the story away uh in the trailer, which was which was really nice. So after I watched this thing, I decided for a day or so I, I, I don't want to see this again. I don't want to, but of course, because it was as good as it was, I couldn't stop thinking about it. So right. then, of course, I had to go online and start reading about it, <laughs> oh, no. watching all the endings explained videos, and and then I learned some very interesting things okay. that totally. First off, you do realize that most of those endings explained are done by thirteen-year-old kids. Well, I watched one of those a fifteen-year-old kid. Okay, perfect, excellent. So okay, on. this one is legit. <laughs> <laughs> well, well then. So. Uh, so then it changed the entire movie for you. Are you ready okay. for this? Yes. Okay, blow me away. So uh, there is a very distinct chance that Joaquin Phoenix was not the Joker. Okay. <laughs> I, I, I can, see, I can he, see that. He is not the Joker. So the, the theories are, and so now I've seen it twice. I, I went and actually did go again to see it. Having seen all this, I needed to see it again to, yeah. to, to prove to see if these things were right. So the theories are, and and I fully support this, that because of his uh, mental illness, he created this entire, not the entire world, but he created portions of this world in his head. Right. Um, majority of the movie, he was actually in Arkham Asylum. And he was telling this story to the nurse who you see at the end of the movie. So he was making up a lot of the story as he went along. The only parts of it that were real were his job when he was a clown, mm -hmm. um, the, his mother, the fact that he lived with his mother, and the fact that he killed his mother. Okay. Oh, and, and I believe that he actually killed the, the um, three Wall Street guys on the yeah. subway. So he okay. killed the Wall Street guys and he killed his mother. But as far as like the Joker stuff and painting his hair and all of the um, Robert De Niro scenes with the, the talk show, yeah. that was all in his head. He was making all of that stuff up. He, I, I believe that once he killed his mother, that's when he was arrested. He was finally arrested and, and shipped off to Arkham. Oh, yeah. And then from there, he was telling the story of the Joker and he was creating this world where he was accepted and not only was he accepted, but he became like a, uh, like a status symbol. Like he, you know what I mean? Because in real life there is no way that he could have done that. Like he couldn't, he, he didn't, he lived in the real world. Like his, yeah. his world was, was real. I mean, it wasn't a superhero filled world. And if you think about it, there was a scene where he actually encounters Bruce Wayne as, yes. a, as a kid and when he encounters Bruce Wayne, he Bruce comes right up over to him and he's acting kind of strange and he puts his fingers in Bruce Wayne's mouth 
and makes him like forces him to smile and bruce wayne does nothing he just stands there mm-hmm. well, what kid would allow a stranger to stick their fingers in his in your their yeah. mouth so he was this was his whole like i i'm controlling the the wayne family i'm in control of the wayne family the other issue was that alfred was standing there alfred was a big dude like in this movie he was like a like a fairly big dude um arthur who joker grabs him and like starts like strangling him through the fat like through the through the fence alfred pennyworth could have taken him on like could have broken out of that but he didn't and that whole thing was was joker's um fantasy about overpowering the waynes and becoming more powerful than they are because everybody in his life had sort of suppressed him and and knocked him down so in his fantasy he was fighting back right but it wasn't really happening um, and so all of the ending where he, you know, killed uh, the Robert De Niro on the air, that didn't happen. None of those things were happening. Those were all his fantasy about what he wanted to do and the chaos he wanted to create. Mm-hmm. So the the theory is that, okay, so what backs up this theory okay. is that there was an interview with Todd Phillips. He was on a red carpet, and there's video of this. So he was. I watched this interview with him, and the interviewer says to him, uh, "Will there be a sequel?" Kind of thing, and he said, "There quite possibly could be." And the interviewer said, "Will Batman be ever ever be appearing in this?" And Todd Phillips said, "Absolutely never, never will Batman be appearing in this franchise." Yeah. So that seems very odd. Why would Batman not? Be appearing in the franchise that that seems a little bit a little bit strange um and the other thing is is that joker is in his 40s in this movie young bruce wayne was like yeah there's, there's a major age gap. yeah by the time bruce wayne becomes batman joker would be in his 80s yeah, <laughs> or, yeah. or in his 70s like yeah. that wouldn't have worked out so um so there's that so batman will never appear in this in this franchise what they're thinking is the if they do a sequel sequel joker will be like somebody in arkham will be will hear of his story or he will tell his story and somebody else in arkham takes that story and becomes that character right and i thought about that and then i thought about the fact that this this movie is called joker it's not called the joker just joker just joker right because he is not the joker yeah. he is joker the one last piece of information that i have okay to back this all up the only other time that there's really been a an origin story for Joker was in uh, the comic book The Killing Joke, um, and they gave a, a backstory to to Joker back then, and it was similar. He he wanted to be a stand up comic, and he failed, and he was struggling, and blah blah blah. But in that comic, he actually becomes the Joker. Right. But the backstory was the same. But they never really told it entirely in the in the comic book. They you just saw that he was a a comedian, and then sort of. He, he becomes a joker but at one point in the comic it, he says somebody asks him like where he came from or what his story is and essentially he says my story is multiple choice so the whole thing with the joker is that there is no backstory it always changes like there's never a true backstory with the joker and the same thing happened with the heath Le- heath ledger when heath ledger was the joker right um remember he was in the scene he was in the ballroom and he said um they were asking he said how how you know ask me how i got my scars on my face and he said well my mother you know my father put a knife in my mouth and said you know why so serious and cut his mouth and then a few scenes later 
it, the story was totally different that he that he, his father had hurt his mother and so he did it to himself so right. his backstory kept changing you never know what the truth is yeah so the same thing i think is happening in this movie is that we're seeing stuff but joker is a totally unreliable narrator essentially you can't trust what he's saying mm -hmm. so we're seeing stuff but i don't believe like he's telling that story but i don't believe we're seeing the truth so i think the next <laughs> movie is going to be maybe the joker Okay, can you re-explain that right from the beginning yeah. again? Okay. okay, so then I saw this movie called The Joker. <laughs> okay, I that is a cool theory. Yeah. That is a really cool theory. The only things I think that are kind of like weird in it yeah. and, and a little meta okay. is that he has flashbacks or he has times in the movie where he has where you think as a viewer things are happening. Yeah. But they're not actually happening. They're all in his head. Yeah. Which would kind of support your theory, but at the same time, for someone to tell that story, it's kind of meta in that it's like it, he's not seeing things in top of not seeing things. Yeah. Until, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's, it's a little layered. Like he's, he's building he's building this story over and over again. Mm -hmm. Like it's just, you know, he just keeps adding things to it. Like, you know, I mean, and the way the movie is edited, a, a lot of it looks like just going from scene to scene. Like the the very first time you see him in the in the um, uh, audience at Robert De Niro's talk show, it just sort of cuts to that. Like it wasn't didn't look like a flashback. It looks like yeah, at one point he was at that. Yeah, and then then and you then find it, out like minutes that, later that it's not that there was that wasn't real. Yeah, and then midway through you find out that his girlfriend wasn't real. I didn't even get that at all until like like I that I didn't like as I'm watching it. Yeah, I thought, no. Oh, but yeah. then at the same time, it's like, yeah, they don't really interact that much. They kind of do. They but did. It's but like... Yeah. But then they cut back to show that he was actually alone every time that they showed us with him. So that proves that he had made up this story about this girl. Like he had fantasized all these things. So I think he fantasized the whole actual Joker thing, too. So yeah, I, it, it, would, yeah. it would make sense. Yeah. Um, the. Uh, there's a couple things too that were kind of weird in it. In that the they there was some Batman stuff in it, obviously with yeah. Bruce Wayne and things like that. Yep. Um, but the uh, it's weird because in Batman, like the um, the movie with Michael Keaton, yeah, Joker, I think in that movie killed his parents, right? Was he killed? The, yeah, Joker killed Bruce uh, Thomas the, Wayne. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and in this Wayne. someone yeah. does the same thing, but yes. it's not that same character. No. Which kind of says to me that's like they're not this one and the same. That's right. Like, which would be another theory that he's actually like again not the Joker. Not that he made this up, but that actually happened. But it maybe inspired someone else to be the Joker that's later right. on. And that's that's actually in the DC world, the person who killed uh, Bruce uh, Bruce's parents yep. changes. So in that movie, it was the Joker. It was it was Jack Nicholson who killed the parents. In the comics, uh, the guy's name is Joe Chill. Who kills the parents? Um, in this movie, it's some random dude who kills the parents. Like it, that part changes yeah. too. Like I don't think we'll ever get a real, honest backstory to Joker, which yeah. is which is cool. Like he doesn't need a backstory. He needs like yeah. as many backstories as we could create because that makes Looks him like the so joke cool. is on us. It is right, <laughs> but I can see in the movie where the the crowd riots. Yeah, I can see maybe not quite as fanciful as he he maybe depicted it, but. The I could see that happening in, in a comic world because the uh, everybody was in such uh, on edge because of the garbage strike and everything yeah. else. Like I mean, there was people were on, and then again, it, it's sort of uh, the same as 
sort of what's going on in the states right now yep. where um, I'm going to get political for a second, but where, <laughs> where people, because Trump says things that people maybe thought of or maybe want to say and now are starting to do and say yes. what, what it almost gave them permission to do so. Yeah. And I think in this movie, um, the uh, I think that's the same sort of idea is totally. that he's done something that's sort of allowed them. He's become an antihero to them. Yeah. And I think that's I, how they found him out in that exact vehicle. Well, but that's what I mean. I don't think that part even happened. I don't think yeah. he was in the vehicle. I think the riots might have happened because of the garbage and all that, but in Joker's fantasy, in Arthur's fantasy, he put himself in there yeah. as the reason for all of this happening. But at the beginning of the movie, they're talking about how garbage is picking up and people are starting to freak out. So I think the riot happened. I don't think he was actually there. Yeah, I think I that mean, was he probably got taken right to the hospital. Yeah. If 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 he go just into a normal linear sense, because yeah. half the st- you don't know what was in his head, and it's usually the stuff that went well for him is usually in his head. Yeah, the stuff that didn't go well for him, like. But I, I mean, it would be believable that he killed that guy, like to make a statement, like uh, uh, Robert De Niro, but potentially. But I I still don't know. Which if I love he even I did love it. that scene. I knew it was coming. I'm like, oh my god, but, this but is but if happen. you think about it, he he also killed his mother, before that, yeah. and before that he killed the three. The three guys. He had been pursued by the cops yeah. f- before he started um, in with his mother. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't there have been cops on the set of, like, t- the cops wanted him, and now he's killed his mother. So he, they, they would have known was, that he, na- he was nationally, like, he was on the show, like, saying, hey, he's going to be on tomorrow. Yeah. I mean, if, so they were, if they were actually looking for him, they, they would have been, been there. At, yeah, so that's why I don't think mm. he was even there. That's because interesting. Because the cops would have found him and, and arrested him in that, in that back room, right. especially since he killed his mother and then just hung out in the room. In like the room with his dead mother, yeah. That he just. Killed. By the way, the actress that plays his mother is, is escaping me right now. Her name, but uh, uh, yeah, is it Frances? Fr- yes, yeah, Con- uh, Conroy. Con- yeah, Conroy. Yeah, yeah something like that. She is like one of my favorite actresses. She's amazing, and I don't know why, but it just everything from like um, Six Feet Under to to American um, Horror Story. Story. Yeah, like, yeah, she's just so. There's something about her that's just so intriguing, and, yes. and like I was so glad to see her in this movie because I like to me that was like I I, I wouldn't I'll call it a, a break for her right to yeah. be in a movie of this size, oh, yeah. and I thought she's like she's just so so good and so engaging so good and everything she does she just has a bit of a weirdness to her that's like you just you can't keep your eyes off her that was one of my the highlights of that movie that was one of my highlights she was fantastic in it everybody was it's just it's so brilliant I just love it it's now like in my top five movies of all time yeah and the De Niro (laughs) thing was cool that he was cast as that talk show host yeah. because then what was the other movie that he was King in? King of Comedy. King of Comedy, yeah, where he he was almost the same character, yeah. really. Yeah. Try, not to that extent, but trying to, t- trying to become bigger than he is as a stand-up yeah. comedian. He was horrible. It's the same. It's almost the same story it is. without the paint. Between, <laughs> yeah, between that and Taxi Driver, because it was, it was yeah. heavily influenced by Taxi Driver, and Robert De Niro was... Travis Bickle and Taxi yeah. Driver, like it was just so brilliant. <laughs> That's it's really really cool, but yeah. yeah so so I didn't like it. No. no. <laughs> In conclusion, I did yeah. not like it. No. I, I thought it was great. It was just an amazing movie, yeah. and it was just such a di- for a comic book movie. It was just so different. It's so different because it, it was really psychological as opposed to oh here comes Batman swinging down at the end. There was like he didn't yeah. fight anybody. No. He didn't like the only person he fought was his own inner demons. Yeah. right? like that's really and his own mental health. Like, that's, that's right. That's that was the villain in it. Really, so good. Uh, if if DC can keep this kind of quality of movie up, they'll have a franchise. Like they'll be yeah. back on top. <laughs> Not that they were ever on top in the first place, but if they can keep this level up, they're doing all right. Yeah, no, it was excellent. Yeah. Whew, I'm exhausted. Is, are we done? Almost. <laughs> we only got we got 35 news stories okay, to do. Perfect. Actually, we have five. It's called <laughs> the Pop Five. What's hot? We'll tell you what's hot. It's the Loop and Larry Pop. <laughs> 
bar. Oh yeah, <laughs> I love uh, the popping. That's a that's a great intro. <laughs> by the so way. funny. Okay, what do we got? All right, well let's go from the beginning here. We got a few things going on. Disney Plus. We're gonna be talking about Disney Plus for the next while because it's, oh, yeah. it's just. It is insane all the stuff that's part of it. Yeah. Um, so, anyways, they've introduced. Uh, basically, they they put out all the shows that are going to be upon release. Obviously, yeah. more will be added as it goes. And there's a lot. There was a massive list. So this is every movie that they're going to launch with on November second. Yeah. Uh, November twelfth. Movie, 12th. TV It'll show, animation. Yeah. Like er, it's like everything. And, and we're going to read you every title. So sit starting down. at one. Yep. Actually, <laughs> I, they put a video, or I don't know if they did it, or somebody put a video of like clips from everything. Oh really? And it's like literally three hours long on YouTube. What? Yeah. <laughs> it, I'm like, wow, that's wow. a lot of work. Whoever put that together, yeah. I don't know if it was, a was list cool. would suffice. I don't know if that was really necessary, <laughs> no, but they really. uh, but they had it. But, but of course, uh, November twelfth, Disney Plus will launch. I am ready for this thing. Yeah. Though I have gone to the site, and there's really no way to to no. get yet. So I might but I've been checking it. Yeah, so uh, apparently if you lived in the states and you were a D23 member, you had access to um sign up for this thing like last month. And they also gave you a deal where it was 2 years or 3 years for the price of 2. Right. I was like, "Come on. I would have taken that in a heartbeat." <laughs> so in the states it's 6.99 a month. Yep. Um, in Canada, eight ninety nine a month. That's right. Yeah. So and, there, and there, it looks like they're doing it by year, so you can you can pay for yeah, like a, a two year package. Yeah. Or, yeah. So it'll be like it's eighty eighty nine ninety nine, I think, for the year. Yeah. And then eight ninety nine a month. So. Yeah. So it's there, but uh, yeah, like literally every Disney movie you could ever imagine having come out, except and I looked very carefully for this, Song of the South. Is still not on their list. It, it doesn't have everything. It's got a yeah. lot. Yeah. Um, and it's, uh, but I think they, they can't. They don't want to release everything in one shot, right? right? They want yeah. the, to keep the excitement going by releasing other waves of it. Plus, I also read that there's some stuff that they'd say, um, that they almost own completely, but not quite. Oh. So, um, there's one of the uh, Marvel movies, like Iron Man Two, was one of the examples that there's some they they kind of pro co-produced it with an international company. Oh. So they got to buy that out. Or whatever they need to do in order to to fully own that movie. Oh, really? That's yeah. So there, there's some stuff oh. that's still because other people have their hands in it, right. like that they still need to like work out the details. But here's a few things I kind of uh, just picked out. Okay. In this, um, of course, it's got like Disney Films, Disney Animation, Disney Channel Originals, Pixar, Star Wars, Marvel, and National Geographic is all. I'm getting it for the National Geographic. 100. But <laughs> the only the reason I'm in it, um, Swiss Family Robinson is oh, on there. Yes. And the only reason I, it's, that's interesting to me is because that's like that's one of the originals, sort of that in yes. Twenty Thousand Leagues Under the Sea. That was so exciting to me because I've been looking for that movie forever. They have not released. I don't think they even released it to DVD. Oh yeah, that movie, and they, it definitely did not go to Blu-ray. So this is going to be the first time we've seen. And, and it those in a are the things time. too. Like there's a Swiss Family Robinson house at Disney World yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Like so, and like, I, like I don't remember. I remember kind of the, the shows at the time, but yeah. so I thought that's kind of cool to be able to go back and watch some of these like classics. Yes. Um, Shaggy Da. Oh yes, yes I, got, <laughs> I love that. There's, I know all the sequels to of Shaggy course. Da. Uh, Mary Poppins on there. Sound of Music. Yeah. Uh, the Love Bug movies. I, th that was so exciting. I know. <laughs> Herbie goes to Monte Carlo. Hello, come on. <laughs> uh, escape uh, to Witch Mountain. Yep. Uh, Muppet movie, of course. Uh, this one, uh, Black Hole. Oh, yes. Classic. Yes. Um, Tron. Both, yep. All the Trons are on there. Yep. Um, Willow. Yeah, that's a good um, one. Some of the animation, The Rescuers. That's oh, one of my yes. favorite Disney movies. I'll yeah. probably rewatch it and go, I don't know why that was one of my favorite Disney movies. Yep, but, but it's there. I, I remember watching it quite a few times as a kid. Yep. Um, the uh, Gargoyles, which I know oh, there's a lot of buzz yes. about. People like... Can't wait for gargoyles to get on yep. there. Um, DuckTales. Of course. <laughs> um, 
uh, a lot of the Pixar movies are on there. I don't know if yep. they're all on there. I don't really yeah, know them all, but I think they're mostly on there. Yep. Uh, and then there's the Star Wars stuff, which yeah. I think is almost all the movies except for some of the newer ones, I think. Um, yeah, I didn't see Rogue One for some reason. Yeah, Rogue One's not and, on and there. I, don't, I thought I saw – I can't remember if um, The Last Jedi was on there or not. But up to – like, The Force Awakens was there. Everything up to The Force Awakens, but yeah. I don't remember seeing the two new ones. And then, ones. of course, The Mandalorian, the, yeah. the show. That's one of the originals that are going to be on there when it when it launches. Um, this is what I'm kind of interested in is that – so under Marvel, they have a few of the movies. Like, they don't have half the movies that they have out. Like, right. they, they have a few Captain Marvels on there and some others. But the thing I thought was really cool is they have a lot of the Marvel animated stuff that's oh, come out right. over the years. Yeah. So the the original X-Men animated series from 92, like, which is like a five season. I have that on DVD, but that would be cool to watch it on here. Yep. Um, Spider-Man's Amazing Friends, which oh I'm like, super excited wow. about because I used to watch that show like religiously when as was, a kid. When, was that, when did that come out originally? Do you remember? Uh, that would have been like probably like early 80s. I'd say wow. 82, 83, somewhere yeah. in there. It could have been so, as late as 84, but I don't so think so. Fun. I think it was like earlier. Like I think it was 80, 82 or Somewhere in there. It'll be one of those shows where I think there's like a million episodes. There's probably like six. Right. And they just <laughs> kept just playing over yep. and over again. And you just keep watching um, The original Spider-Man's on there. Yes. Like the, the very original. Yeah. So if you want to find that scene where he's pointing at himself, that's that you okay. can find it okay. for that meme. Um, <laughs> you, you've seen that meme, oh, right? Of course yeah. I have. Yeah. Um, and then the, uh, all the, almost all the Avengers series oh, that yeah. are... Um, that are animated yep. are on there, which are, is really cool because there's a, there's about three or four different runs of it, yep. and uh, and a lot of them I haven't seen because they're on Disney XD, oh, which yeah. we get, but they, I find that channel doesn't really play them in order. No, and they're it, all over the place oh, on that God. channel. So now you're able to watch them all at once. Yes, and they're they're, it, they're excellent. That's like, really cool. So and then of course uh, I was throwing the Simpsons is on there, like yep. all the seasons, everything. That's really exciting. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, I think really, that's really really cool. Yeah. Because that's so, the first. Because I don't think it's streaming anywhere. Yeah, The Simpsons. So this is the first. I'm really excited about that. Yeah, there's just so much. Like I don't know how yeah. I'm going to have time to watch all this stuff. I like, know. You almost. You're going to have to take a look at everything that you have between cable and and HBOs and everything, and just yeah. kind of like, well, how much can I like really legally watch? Yeah, no, that's <laughs> true. Without quitting my job. Yeah, it's like so. I mean, this alone and Netflix would probably keep you busy for quite a while. Oh, for sure. So. Yeah. Oh, this is huge. Like this is. I. I mean, I knew it was going to be big. I didn't realize it was going to have like every childhood. You yeah. know, t- movie and TV show it's, it's that we've gonna ever be, watched. It's going to be pretty epic yeah. when it comes And that's out. just now. Like, yeah. just wait. <laughs> so if we go to number two of our pop five, uh, PS5 announced. PS5. People, have, if it's like, well, I wonder when the next PS, PS is coming yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> have you heard about the PS? I and, haven't uh, heard about the PS. And I love that they didn't, like... Call it something weird. Nope. Like it's just it's just like PS Five. PS Five. That's all we need. We and don't it, need a weird name. Nope. And everybody knows what that is. Yep. yep. So because then we know, hey, we've got four. Now I need five. Yep. And that's all you need. <laughs> <laughs> no, like Xbox One and Xbox One Q and yeah. No, I, this I just, is like, no. It's just it's they, they, PS Five. Keep it simple, one. Sony. That's yeah, what they do. That's right. Uh, keep it gonna... simple, Sony. <laughs> that's the new catchphrase. Hey, keep it simple, Sony. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna come out in 2020. Uh, it looks Around like, the holidays. Yeah, it looks like November. Yep. Um, that's gonna be a hot item man. oh my gosh it's like i want to get that right away when Seriously. it comes out yeah. um and it's also um uh, it's gonna have a new a different controller yeah like with some really cool things on it uh 4k blu-ray player which yeah. is, is awesome because all those 4k movies you need an actual 4k player that's right in order for them to actually work yep um and then uh there's another kind of cool thing uh where you can download parts of the game 
like if you're downloading a game. Oh yes, yes. So you don't have to play like download the entire game and use up all that data. Yeah. Um, you can like just if you just want to just do the campaign, it'll only download that piece of the game. That's so smart. Yeah, which is which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and then uh, and I, of course I know all this from my kids. Of course I, you I, do. I, I play a few games, but not yeah. to what the extent they do. Yeah. Um, and the other thing was that it's supposed to be backwards compatible. Finally, but oh. there might be some problems with that. Oh. Like they, I think they kind of jumped the gun on it before really? they are 100 percent sure it will be. Like they're not sure if all the games will be backwards compatible. Like, are they talking about backwards like to the PS1? No, PS4. Oh, back okay. to PS4. But oh. there, apparently, there's a few glitches in it right now. But they, they well, hopefully they've got they'll a have year. them. Yeah, yeah they got a year, year to figure this out because they better be backwards. I mean, I have enough games that I'm not going to toss out my PS4. <laughs> you know those people that are like they get so excited about something they they announce it and then it actually hasn't happened yet. Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> it's like saying, "Oh yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get engaged," and then the person like turns Leaves. you down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's what this is gonna be. Someone got yeah. a little overexcited about that, yeah. and everybody started jumping on it. So anyway, so PS5, it's gonna be like absolutely cool. I can't yeah. wait for that to come. And out And it's in cool that we actually have a date now, like that. There's yeah. actually like because everyone's been like, "When's this coming out?" Because yeah. it, it seemed like long enough that it should be yes, at least be in production or should be hearing about it. Yeah, so. I mean Nintendo and and um, Xbox have been releasing things, so get on it, Sony. Yeah, but just like we'll get on with number three. Number three. <laughs> um, so apparently Martin Scorsese has a bone to pick with Marvel. <laughs> what has he got? Well, so about a, like I guess about maybe like a three or four days ago yeah. or a week ago or whenever. If you're listening to this, it could be three months ago. It depends <laughs> when you listen. Um, so anyways, he said some things which was about the Marvel movies, saying that they're not cinematic. He said they're, they're basically uh, – uh, how did he? How did he say it again? He said that they were um, theme parks, right. essentially. Yes. Uh, they're uh, they're not cinema, um, and we're being bombarded by these movies. And then, this is still up until today. People are still like re- either having rebuttals or they're agreeing with them one right. way or the other. So a lot of people that are that are going against them are, are probably in the movies that, yes, that he's talking course, about. Yeah. But um, I don't. know. What do you think on this? Well, I just it's like when um, Bill, what's his name, Bill Maher. Yeah, uh, did the same sort of thing. Was it Bill, Bill Maher? Yeah. yeah, did the same sort of thing, and it went on a rant about comic books and people who like comic books and comic book movies and things like that. I mean, I, I mean, I, I guess I could see it from Scorsese's perspective because Scorsese's been around for forty plus years, making you know really high end, big uh, you know dramas and action and that and that sort of thing. So, I mean, from a filmmaker's perspective, I could see that he's thinking maybe the windows closing on his type of movies. Mm-hmm. But then again, his next movie is going straight to net Netflix. So the Irishman yeah. is going straight to net. Like he's not even going to, I mean, I think it might open in the cinemas for uh, like a week or something like that, but he's yeah. so, I mean, he's got lots of other outlets now where he could create the kind of movies that he wants and people are going to watch them. So well, why, they- why condemn uh, like a whole genre that obviously like millions and millions of people love. I just don't yeah. understand what the value is in that. Which is weird because everyone has different opinions on cinema, right? Because Spielberg last year was saying like if it goes to if you release it on Netflix, it, it's it's streaming services are not not the, the way you should watch a movie. That's right. Um, yeah. and, but the 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 movie that won the Oscar last year was in the exact same situation as The Irishman, where it was because you have to have at least has to have at least a week run, I believe, yeah. in the theater before it can. Um, qualify. Yeah, qualify for yeah. the Oscar. So it ran for a week in the theater, and then it ran on Netflix, yep. and it won the Oscar. So yep. I think he's seeing the same sort of like, you know what? These movies will be looked at yeah. the, well, they, in the same way. They will, and that's the thing is that, I mean, 
people have to realize that the landscape is changing. <laughs> yeah. You know, I mean, it's not just a theater going experience. Like for me, I will always go to the theater when I can. Like I, I yeah. still love that particular thing, but I like anything that I, I mean, any movie that I like that I see in the theater is going to give me that same experience. Like yeah. I, you know what I mean? Like I, I just, I don't see that, that there's value in like tearing down a, you know, it's yeah. not, not cinema. It's a theme park. It's well, it's not, it's still storytelling. Movies are literally telling stories. Yeah. So there's an infinite number of ways to tell a story. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you know, just because it's not dramatic and, you know, harsh lighting and stuff yeah, like that yeah. doesn't mean that it's not cinematic. I just don't understand. I don't understand. Yeah. I have a, I have a couple ways of looking at this. And the one I understand, like he did say that like they're well made. Yeah. He did say that. It wasn't like Bill Maher who just like said, okay, no, no. And push it. Yeah. Yeah. He, he's like, they're well made, but they're not cinema in, in the way he thinks it should be. Right. Um, I think in that way, I think he's, he's been a little narrow minded yeah. on the whole situation. I do understand what he's saying about, um, the uh, it's it's kind of two sided story. The other the one thing on, on in the in the Marvel on on the good side of Marvel is that it's getting people into the theaters yeah. that maybe wouldn't normally go. Yes, and maybe that them in there and seeing a trailer for something you know a little different might get them back into the theater again to see that. Like that, I mean, in that case, I think it it keeps the theater alive as 100%. as a way of watching movies rather than just than streaming them. Yeah. On the other hand, I understand what he's saying is that the chance for a movie that's maybe a smaller movie to actually make it to the big screen won't be there because uh like uh, Endgame's playing in 15 of the yeah, 16 theaters, right? And I yeah. I 100% understand that. Yeah. And I think theaters should really um take like Put aside some theaters for those smaller movies. And I think yeah. they kind of do, yeah. but I think they should do that a little more often. Because I'd rather Endgame run an extra three weeks with less theaters yeah. than, than have it like than not be able to see the movie, the other movies that you want to see. Yeah, like because yeah, it's they, like yeah. it can sustain. Like remember when it used to be you open the paper, it's like now in its eighth week. Yes. remember that? Like it doesn't do that anymore <laughs> no. because half these movies are in and out of the theater in like three weeks. Yeah, and I don't know if that needs to be done. It, that's a whole other issue and a whole other story. But I understand what he's saying. These movies, when he says bombarded, I think he's saying yeah. like they're they're taking up all the theater space, yes. and then there's nothing left for for the smaller the smaller film. And then also probably from an executive, it's like well. Um, superhero movies make a lot of money. These ones, not so much. That's why the yeah. Joker's interesting because it's taken a movie. You take a strip away all the Jokerness out of that movie or yeah. the DC ness out of it uh, in the Bruce Wayne stuff, and you've got an actually a really good psychological movie. You've got a Scorsese movie, but <laughs> that movie would not have made it to the screen had it not been yeah. attached to the Joker. I think you're right. Boom. Walking wow. Out. <laughs> wow. <laughs> but you know what I'm true. saying? Yeah. Like it's it's a well made movie that. You take away all the Jokerness, yeah. and it's it's actually a cool psychological movie. But you're right, and and I feel like a lot of people wouldn't have gone to see it because it wasn't a superhero movie. Yeah, it, it was like okay, this looks kind of interesting, but yeah. it's not like no. And I know, for example, my nephew who is uh, 11 really wants to go see Joker because he's he yeah. loves you know comics and that sort of thing. Even though it is absolutely not appropriate for no. an 11 year old kid, but it doesn't matter because it's a superhero movie. Like yeah. To him, it's yeah. you know superhero. So I think that there are probably a lot of adults who are probably like, "Cool, another superhero movie. Let's go see and it." It's not. But if it's not, it's not at all. But if you're right, if it was called something else, if it was just called Arthur <laughs> or yeah. whatever, uh, people wouldn't. Yeah, people wouldn't go see it. So yeah, it's he's right. He's right. There, it is bombarding. But right. I do think that this is the type of story that people need need right now. Yeah, I, and I think I don't know if he's as much bringing down Marvel. Marvel's just happens to be at the front of this this wave. Right. 
Um, but it's not Marvel's fault. Yeah. People are going to see it, yeah. which which causes them to make more movies. So right. yeah. it's like if if, the, if Iron Man had a bombed, none of this would be where it is. That's right. But it, but it didn't, and yeah. I understand that, and I see where it's at. Um, but anyways, it's it was an interesting argument. I don't think yeah. he, he he did say they're well made, and I don't think he was like bringing it down. But I can no. I can almost guarantee that there's gonna there would be movies that Martin Scorsese was influenced by and loved when he was younger, like you know, Creature from the Black Lagoon or whatever it was, yeah. that are kind of the the superhero movies of that time and that generation. So, yeah. I mean, he can't really discount them no. because he probably has movies in his past that he loved that are sort of the same as the ones that we love. Well, essentially, the superhero movies that are out now, right now, the whole Marvel Universe, is exactly the same as the serials that ran in the 40s and 50s that brought kids to theaters yep. every single weekend because you'd get, like, a half an hour of a story, and then that story would end. Next week, you'd get another part of the story. and you'd, So, I mean, they were much shorter then. The, you know, obviously, budgets and things were totally different in the way they filmed things, but they're exactly the same thing. So you would be bombarded with, you know— the Lone Ranger yeah. story. And for like weeks, you would go to the theater to see parts of this story. Well, now budgets are much bigger and we're still doing the same thing. These are the, the modern day serials. So yeah. we're seeing part one and then two years later we see part two and then two years after that we see part three. But it's exactly the same thing. Yeah. So it's just a bigger scale because everything is bigger scale now. So uh, I don't know. Yeah. But times change and, and, and yeah. the special effects get better and yeah. it's all part of movie making, right? It's just That's right. different parts of movie making which are, are the, the the CGI and that that's it's a part of movie making. It's just different because that didn't exist back you know in the day. So right. I don't know. I, I think he's got a point on both sides. I yeah. think there's a point both ways. Yeah. Um, but maybe to make his point, he had to kind of bring down the the castle of Marvel. Oh, you know what I mean? Like, yes. but but I understand what he's. I hundred percent understand what he's saying. Yeah, exactly. But well, that, that's why at, during Oscar time we go see all the Oscar movies. Yeah. Whether I think they're interesting or not, but almost every time I go, I'm like, oh, God, that was really that good. That was amazing. Because, yeah, yeah you, you wouldn't normally go see those movies. Yep, exactly. That's, that's very true. Well, let's move on to number four. All right. Before number, I get too fired number up. Number four. <laughs> <laughs> this is, number four is actually a perfect example of what we were just talking about. This is a John Wick story. They're talking about making a spinoff, uh, a female-centric spinoff of um, John Wick. Yeah. The reason it fits in well with what we were just talking about is because John Wick is a, a huge franchise and part three was in the theaters i'm i'm sure no more than like three or four weeks and then it was gone it was gone like yeah. i saw it in the theater and then i wanted to take my son because he's a big fan and by the time i was ready to take him it was gone yeah I'm like but then there was a like a marvel movie there yeah that's <laughs> so, what happened with x-men because i wanted to yeah. see that last x-men even though i know it did, critically didn't do no, well you, you were fine not seeing it yeah well <laughs> someone else told me though it was, it was good no but, they were but wrong. anyway so i i wanted to see it and then it was gone, like, yeah. so quickly. Like, I didn't have a chance. Yeah, so that's a perfect example. But anyway, on to this story. So so they are continuing the John Wick, but they're doing a spinoff called Ballerina. Um, and it focuses on a young female assassin who is um, uh, seeking revenge against the people who killed her family, because that's what people seek revenge for. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so... Uh, it, apparently, the the character, this character of, of Ballerina, appeared briefly in part three, in John Wick part three. Okay. I don't remember who that was, but now I want to go back and take a look. Yeah. So it's not a brand new character that they're developing. It's somebody who actually exists in the John Wick universe, and they're just spinning it off so it's got like a, a female John Wick. Yeah, that's <laughs> cool. I think that's, that's... Which is awesome. I love, love the John Wick 
franchise. I have not seen one of them. What? I know. It's just one of those movies I just never got around to seeing. Oh, and you, it's like, you, you I'll, I'll, try, I'll, I'll put it on my list. 100%. I'm trying to power through uh, Dark Crystal right now. So. Oh, okay. Well, as soon as that's done. And I'm, I'm saying I'm trying to power through. Oh. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> that's another podcast. That's another podcast. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, John Wick is fun. You would, like, knowing you the way I know you, you yeah. would love this movie. It, they look cool. Yeah. I just, it's just one of those movies. Like, just passed your just, Again, like we we're talking about before, there's so much stuff to watch. Yeah. It's hard to get it all in, but. I, I want to kind of like the other one I was thinking of. This is a whole other story. Was the Purge because I've never seen any. Oh of the no, purges. I've never seen those either. Yeah. So, but yeah. anyways, but all of a sudden they're on like the fourth movie, and I'm like, I've never seen any no, of these. No, and but... there's a TV show too. Oh yeah, that's right yeah. too. <laughs> all right. But anyway, so that's that's something to look forward to, and it is trending. Number five. Bob. This is very exciting. Uh, fortunately, it hadn't happened before we started recording this podcast today, but they apparently. They are going to be releasing the full final trailer for uh, Star Wars Rise of Skywalker on Monday, October 21st during the NFL game, the Monday Night Football game, which airs in Canada on TSN and in the States on ESPN. And, of course, ESPN is owned owned by Disney, and they've done this before. And five minutes later on YouTube. And Yes, that's right. (laughs) So, but that, that that is the rumor, and that's what's trending. And- for there was there was a moment there that people thought that it was running the week before, which in this case was yesterday, the day before yeah. we started recording this thing, because John Boyega posted uh, something on Instagram that was just a um, uh, the logo, the NFL logo uh, with Star Wars characters behind it, and it said like Monday. Yeah, and so everybody's like, "Oh my gosh!" That that was like three days ago. So everybody's thinking, "Oh, it's going to happen now! It's going to happen now!" Turns out he didn't actually do that. It was some other like poser. Ah. <laughs> but anyway, so it looks like it's going to be the twenty first, and the reason they think it's going to be the twenty first is because October twenty first is Carrie Fisher's birthday. Okay, so it would make sense to run that trailer on her birthday. But the other thing it means potentially is that tickets will go on sale. The minute that that trailer finishes, yeah, yeah, because that that's that's what's happened every other year, and I know that because I'm the guy who sits on oh, my yes. computer. Well, I don't, while even, the I don't even get the tickets. Wait for you to get them for that's me. Right, yeah. I, like, I don't I, think you've bought a, a Star Wars ticket in the last five or six years because no. I'm the one who buys them for you. Because you're you're always on it, and I'm <laughs> yeah. like, uh, yep, yeah, you got to be on on the website as the trailer's playing, so the minute it stops, you hit refresh and that. you're in. I love it. So that's where I will be if anybody needs me on October 21st. I'll tell you what got me excited about Star Wars, the new movies and stuff, is that I was at the EB Games here in Canada. I'm not sure what I can't, it's GameStop, I think, yes. in the States. Yep. Um, I saw the they had the Mandalorian oh, uh, yeah. pop figures out. Yeah. And they also had the the first uh, wave of the new Star Wars ones for the Rise of Skywalker. I was like, oh. Yeah. And oh. then you start seeing these characters. You don't know who they are yet nope. because they're at the movie. Like, is this person even going to be important? I don't know. But I need the pop vinyls. Yeah, I need, yeah, I need those pop vinyls. <laughs> so. Did you buy them? No, my, my oh. son is the one who really collects the oh, Star Wars right. ones. I don't collect them because he already has them. So. Right. Okay. Well, he will. I'm so sure I, he I will collect get them. it through him, basically. Oh, okay. <laughs> so they're in your house. Is they're in my house. He's yeah. just he kind of collects them, but uh, um, I'm sure he'll uh, it'll end up in your on your shelf. Yeah. Someday yeah. He'll, he'll he won't take them to wherever, and I'll just keep them. So. Yep. <laughs> he's got a lot too. He's got a lot. Awesome. <laughs> so, awesome. But anyways, that, that excited me about Star Wars because I saw them. I was like, Ooh. it's coming. And then I'm looking at the back. I'm like, oh, look at these characters. <laughs> this is gonna be cool. Yep. It's coming. It's Best coming. movie ever. Okay. <laughs> so, so that's our pop five yes. right now, but now we have our individual uh, trending Yeah, moments. these are just, just some things that we're watching ourselves um, in, in the geek world. Yep. Uh, mine's AEW, which is All Elite Wrestling. It debuted um, since the last 
podcast. And this is a huge deal. So just to give a really quick background on it, uh, Shahid Khan and his son Tony, who own the Jacksonville Jaguars, oh. are funding it. Okay. They've got millions. of These guys are rich. Whoa. So they got lots of money to play with. Okay. Uh, Cody Rhodes, who is Dusty Rhodes' son. Yeah. Uh, Matt and Nick Jackson, who are known as the Young Bucks on the independent scene. Okay. Uh, Kenny Omega, who I met oh, last right. weekend. Yep. Yeah. So they, they're, yeah, they're yeah. all part of like the, the, the brainchilds behind this oh. thing. Um, the son Tony's really like the other brainchild behind it. So they, uh, they, they've been able to just kind of quietly gather these different wrestlers up from the, like the top wrestlers from the independent scene from Japan, uh, some, some defects over from WWE, um, including uh, Chris Jericho. Oh, right. And, oh, wow. uh, and uh, Dean Ambrose. I don't know if you know who that uh, is. He's, he's, name, yeah. Yeah. he's in the he's in Shield, which was like oh, really? a top like a, a lister a, WWE. He just decided, you know what, I'm out of here. And, he, and they, they gave him his release thinking AEW is not going to be anything. Well, right. because his name went with it uh, and, they, and Jericho is now the champ, which was really – Smart to put the strap on him because people generally know who Chris Jericho is. Yes, yeah. so get, but anyways, they, they debuted on TNT last week. It's, I think there's been two episodes since this podcast. Yep. And um, it's a quality look and show. Wow. Like and so what's happened is they put the show out. They've had a couple pay per views which were really well attended and and were like sold out. Right. So. Uh, it came out on TNT. Uh, TSN in Canada carries it. Yep. And uh, it's worth watching if you're a wrestling fan. There's a lot of wrestlers you probably won't 100% know, but um, it's really cool. Like, That's it's awesome. Like, and so there's this huge excitement for AEW to the point where at the WWE shows like Raw and SmackDown, people are chanting AEW what? in the crowd. What? And you can see people blatantly wearing AEW shirts. Like they're rebelling? Well, because people are, are- They want something well, new? They want something new, and they're bored of WWE, of, of like uh, like some of the stupid- the like the. the storylines and, yeah. and some of them don't make sense and yeah. it's like there's some things so i think wwe is trying to change that but they're gonna have to now <laughs> yeah and and so anyways it's going up against nxt which is now on usa oh. network so they're kind of going up against each other right. but AEW is like blowing it away two weeks in a row wow. i love nxt by the way like i still love right. wwe right it's just that this is like a I'm interested in it because the quality of it is so good. Wow. Like they have the explosions when everybody comes out. Well, like you know what I mean. Like, like it's the things you expect. Like yeah, the, and, yeah, and yeah. Like, like the commentating, like Tony Schiavone, who used to do WCW, and they've got uh, Jim Ross, who used to do WWE in its prime. Right. Um. Like they're the commentators. Like it's just it's just cool. It's a bit of old school mixed with like the the newer wave. Right. And just cool. Like it's just a cool product. Uh, they've done such a great job with. It. I just want more. Want to mention it to put it on people's radar if they haven't watched it yet. Cool. And you'll see people you recognize. Gold. You remember Goldust? Oh yes. He's yep. in, that's Cody Rhodes' brother. Okay. Right? He, he's oh. in it as well with a new character. They've kind of ah. revamped the characters. Of like giving them a little bit more creative control, which is right. the, which is why Dean Ambrose left at the height of his popularity in WWE because they were kind of moving him in a direction he didn't like and uh, he, they wouldn't listen to him. So he said, "You know what? I'm leaving." And then okay. he signed with AEW. So this is cool. I know you don't watch a lot it's, of wrestling. I, but I don't watch a lot of wrestling, do, but, but, but it's just interesting. I, I do like I, I I grew up with the '80s wrestling, so I still yeah. have a little bit of wrestling in my blood, and I like <laughs> and I like to know that there's new stuff starting. Like it's yeah. not like there's you a know, there's a bunch really of wrestling cool. shows, but this one is like top notch. Like That's it is awesome. like there's money put into it. It looks fantastic. Yeah. It looks cool. Like it looks as good wow. as the WWE product. Wow. They, there's some things I'll need to work on, like some some, some storyline stuff and some. Right. I'd like to see a few more packages of the wrestlers themselves because something I don't know. Yeah. So I'd like to see a bit more background on them just as a viewer so I kind of okay I kind of know who this guy is now or what he's about but other than that but so it's on TSN on Wednesday nights um, definitely check it out. So that's where you will be on Wednesday nights. Wednesday nights, like <laughs> it's 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 really interesting. It's 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 been really good. So. That's awesome. Cool. And Jungle Boy's in it. Who is uh, who? I never heard of Jungle Boy no, before. I don't know Jungle Boy. It's it's him and Luchasaurus is a of tag course. team. Of course. Jungle Boy is the son of Luke Perry. 
I, did, I did not know that until I read an article. I'm like, what? And it is. It's his son. Really? So Luke Perry's son was a wrestler, and it's has Jungle he always Boy. been a wrestler? Like, has he been wrestling other places? Um, he's pretty young. Like, oh. I think he's like 19 or 20 or oh, something. Really? Like, but he's uh, but he's a full fledged wrestler, so he's in AEW wow. as well. But I didn't know he was Luke Perry's son. I'm like, well, that's interesting. That, they're they're drawing some big names. I mean, relatively yeah. big names. That's really cool. This is going to be very interesting to see. I wonder if there'll ever be any crossover. Uh, I don't know. Battles. It'll be interesting to see how it does like going forward. If people get bored of it, or if they're like, if they totally start to like. You know, jump it. on board yeah. on it, like because WWE's got to. I know they're watching it and they're yeah. they're a little scared. Well, I don't gonna, know. I don't know if they need to be quite scared at this point, but I think they. It's definitely can if it starts to roll and starts to gain momentum. I think WWE, like not that they'll be in trouble, but I think they, they'll definitely have a, a major competitor to worry yeah. about. So, and you know that they're already starting to talk about what they're going to have to do to. Yeah, fight this thing. <laughs> and I've already seen. There's already like wrestlers in WWE that are already starting. Like, there's a few that have started to like ask for their releases. Oh, but you know where they're going to try to head? Yeah, is right of there. So, anyways, wow, that says something for itself. Yep, cool. Well, my uh, my pick this week is a completely opposite. <laughs> Go for it. Uh, so, because Halloween is upon us, and it is October, in my family we have a tradition of watching Halloween Wars on the Food Network. I don't know if you've ever seen. Have you ever seen this? I think I saw a commercial for it the other day. I have never watched the show. We've watched this thing since it started, and it's been on for years now. <laughs> and it only airs in October. Actually, this year, for whatever reason, they well they they added a team, and so they started it one week early, the end of September. But it usually is only four episodes. It yeah. runs the four Sundays in October, and it is a, a, a baking competition <laughs> between. So there are usually four teams. Or five teams, whatever it is, and the, on each team there are three people. Sorry, I just there's a TV oh, on behind the, us, and, and there's the literally a commercial for it right behind us. Oh my god, <laughs> that was really that? weird. That was really weird. Like it's like it's. I was like, what? Oh, you're cow. talking about? It. I'm like, I'm like, you're I'm visualizing it. what you're talking about. But no, I'm not. I'm just watching a commercial <laughs> of what you're talking about. Literally, wow, that is I, really nuts. Did I make that happen? I don't know what happened there. That was. Anyways, go on. Okay, so weird. So yeah, it's it's. It's teams of three. One of them is uh, like a, an expert pumpkin carver. One of them is an expert uh, cake maker, making cakes. And one of them is an expert um, sugar mold, like making sculptures out of sugar. Yeah. And so the three of them, and they all come up with like, they have a team name, like the dreadful donuts. I don't remember. <laughs> but anyway, they're, they all have team names. And so they all have like, uh, it's a competition to make these massive, massive, like I'm talking like four or five foot tall, um, dioramas, like full-on horror sculptures. That's awesome. Out of cake and um, uh, sugar and uh, pumpkins. Yeah. And they end up, some of them end up looking exactly like a scene, like scenes right out of horror movies. Like, you would not know that these things were edible. And you can, I mean, you can't really eat the pumpkin, but they're carved <laughs> and painted, and they look exactly, like they look so real and so good and and they so the, the it's made up of two each hour is made up of two competitions one's called the small scare where they have 45 minutes to create a like a small terrifying thing and usually there's a lot of gore and like there's a lot of these things are really violent and then they have the big scare which is this massive like, like yeah full-size um like horror thing and it's just so much fun to watch and then each uh, each uh, episode uh, team is eliminated and and that's how it goes. But it is it's such a cool like it's it's become such a tradition in our house to watch Halloween Wars that during, is so cool. during this month. It's how long has it been on for? Oh, I'd say at least five years. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's been on a long time. And it's and so they have judges 
and they always have a guest judge. Uh, and the guest judge this time is Elvira. Oh, nice. So yep. she's she's one of the guest judges, and one of the usually one of the judges is like a horror um, icon. Yeah, like either a movie director or um, uh, like an actor who you would know from from horror movies and that sort of thing. He was one of the judges who tastes these things and, oh, that's cool. and stuff. So it's it's super Halloweeny, but it's like just it's just amazing what like the talent that these people have to create sculptures and things out of food. That's awesome. <laughs> so it is on currently. Uh, I think there are three episodes in because I started one week early, so there are still two more episodes. It's on till the end of October awesome. on the Food Network, so you should try to catch it. Did you say Elvira's in it? Elvira's okay, in it. Okay, well, keep me abreast of the situation. Oh, wow. Yeah, okay. Wah, wah. I guess we better go to the podcast. Professor. <laughs> You're not allowed to watch it now. <laughs> After that joke, I'll just get in the car here. So dumb. Here we go. <laughs> hey, hey, Miles! Oh, stupid. <laughs> Woo! All right. And... and- Oh, wait, let's run. There we go. And the thing is, you're not probably not the first person to have made that joke, and yet it still lands every time. Yeah, I, just, <laughs> I waited for a moment to get yeah. in there. And Even was that's like, all you were thinking about that I whole was, time. <laughs> last after, once you said her name, I'm like, what can I say yeah, can that I has call? to do with Elvira? Oh, all right. Yeah. Uh, I don't even know what we're doing <laughs> <Yeah>. now. <laughs> all right. So this is the Pop Capacitor, of course. Every week we look back at something uh, like an older show or something from the past um, that could stand up. Or, or or could not. Or could not stand up. Now, this week we're, we're doing a horror film because it is October, so yep. we're going to do some horror films in this month. Um, and this one is called Hell Night. Yes. And I feel like it's <laughs> – before we get into it, I feel like this is kind of like – because we didn't really know what we were going to do, and yep. we found this on Shutter. Yep. I think I've seen it I think before. It's, I think it's also on Netflix right now. Yeah. Oh, I, I yeah, know no. I've seen it before. I have, I have never seen it. Uh, but it's just been a long time. Okay. So I um, – so it was kind of like going to a video store when we were kids, like yes. where you just grab something off the shelf. You like the cover. I'm not really sure what this is. That's yeah. what I felt like this was to watch. This. Absolutely. All right. So this movie, like like I said, I I had never watched it before. Loop said, "Hey, let's watch Hell Night." Okay. Oh, I'm all right. Well, I've got a little trailer piece here for us. All let's, right. Let's, let's do that out. first. Welcome to Garth Manor. In order to be a member of Alpha Sigma Rho, one has to do what? To stay in Garth Manor one night. And why is this night so special? Because 12 years ago, Raymond Garth murdered his family here and then committed suicide. And when the police arrived, they discovered a note written by Raymond Garth describing the entire gruesome act. But strangely, they only discovered three dead bodies. Andrew is still believed by some to be living somewhere within this house. Pray for day, hell night. This trailer was awful, by the way. <laughs> that was the worst. Okay. So, and then he like dead, and then he died, and he blah, blah, blah. <laughs> I was going to dissect this trailer for a second. The trailer's three minutes long. I cut it down to like 30 seconds or whatever it was. Um, the, the There's a narrator that comes in at the very end all of a yeah. sudden. There's just pray for day, and then it's like <laughs> hell night. And I'm like, that doesn't even make any sense. No, that makes zero sense. It's, it's not even clever. I don't know what that's supposed to mean. And that girl that's in it, well, first of all, it, it's like, Half the movie is in that first scene. Like yes. it's like you might as well just watch it, this trailer. It literally gave you the entire plot right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, in the trailer, yeah. it totally gives the entire plot. Yeah. Um. The <laughs> the girl in it. I don't know what is wrong with her. She's supposed <sighs> to be English, but I can't understand yeah. anything she's nope. saying in the movie. <laughs> but anyways, let's get into that. So, anyways, <sighs> that's basically so they there's a fraternity. So wait, wait a, it, this movie came out in what what year? 
I think it was 82 or 81. Yeah, it was, yeah. Oh, no, it was 81. Uh, but but uh, the big draw for this movie is that it, Linda Blair is the star of this movie. So, you know, she was the star of The Exorcist. She's in this movie, and she's supposed to be starring in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the big draw. <laughs> <laughs> so the basic plot is that there's a sorority and a fraternity, and they each have two pledges each that have to stay the night in this house, yep. which he explained in that clip, <laughs> which I found weird because it's like how how – how do you become a pledge? Well, we got to stay at the night in this house. But it made it sound like it happens every year, but obviously it didn't because when they get in the house, it's all hell breaks loose. Yes. Yeah. After <laughs> after a good 40 minutes of nothing happening. Uh, uh, no, I'd say more like like <laughs> an hour and 20 minutes of nothing happening. <laughs> anyway, th- so, okay, so right off the top, this movie has potential because the story is really cool. Like th- this guy who you heard in the trailer – tells the entire story of this house with the guy who owned it. He had several children. Each of the kids was born with like an affliction. They were deformed or they had issues, whatever it was, and he ended up killing them all. But it's a it's a cool, intriguing story, and he's telling it as they're walking towards the thing. So I'm like, this is going to be cool. Like, I like what, where this is going. Um and then it, and then it goes quickly downhill from there. But the the interesting <laughs> thing about this before they even get in is uh, the director decided that he wanted to make a slasher. This is a, like a classic '80s slasher movie. He wanted yeah. to make a slasher movie that wasn't just teenage kids in a building getting killed by a dude and they're wearing their jeans and their t-shirts and whatever. He wanted to make a gothic movie, but yeah. it. They didn't have a lot of sororities and fraternities back in the Middle Ages. <laughs> so so he cleverly decided to make this uh, like a, a frat party to start with, but it was a costume party. And the theme was like like Victorian England. Yes. So all of that's the, often a good. Uh, uh, yeah. You know, that yes. makes perfect sense. Yeah. So but that mean, meant that everybody had to be dressed in like old sort of gothic clothing, which gave the the whole movie a sort of a gothic feel. So that's what he was going for. And I thought that was kind of a clever twist because it doesn't look like every other yeah. slasher movie because they're not dressed like that. I will say that the, the cover of this movie looks cool. It has like it's kind of that classic early 80s like horror covers where it looks like it's been drawn yeah like it's like like i don't I, they probably like did something thing. but yeah. yeah it's like painted or drawn yeah. it's got linda blair at these giant gates which appear in the movie yeah. and like she's trying to get out or whatever which looks really cool but um yeah i uh, well first i get a text from you <laughs> That says this is the most boring movie I've ever seen. So my expectations are super low going I, into this. I didn't realize he hadn't watched it yet. So yeah. I, spoiler. And so, and then I, so I liked it probably better than you, only because yeah. it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going right, to be. Right. But it's still not good. No. It's like, but, but, it, but it's it's so it. Before we get into it too much further, it did really poorly at the box office. Got critically like slammed, but it's become a massive cult hit. Like yes, it, that's why we wanted to do this too because it's a cult favorite. People love this movie. So. Yeah, there's yeah. parts, and I'll talk later about what I think was good about it. Okay. There was a lot bad about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> of course, opens up with this crazy frat party, sorority party that's, like, in ridiculous. Yeah. That looks like it's done in the White House. I don't yes. know what, what, what house that is they're <laughs> living in, know. but it's so ridiculous. Um, so, and then they drive up in these cars to this mansion. Uh, Linda Blair, by the way, looks incredibly young in this. She looks really young, except that she's matured. If you know what I mean. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Elvira could have been in this movie. Elvira, yeah. Yes. <laughs> but her face, she looks exactly the way she did in The Exorcist, except for a tiny bit older. More but mature. Not, yeah. Yeah. So, 
And it, so everybody's dressed up when they walk in. So everyone's going in that Victorian clothes, except for the, the guy that's actually like the, the frat house yeah. guy who looks like he's from a Greatest American Hero yes. or something. Like, <laughs> totally doesn't look like. Yeah, I, don't, is he wearing, I didn't know what he's supposed to be. I'm not sure. Did he have like a suit of armor on or something? I don't know. It was it was not appropriate. We had a cape and yeah. it, he looked like, it, honestly, he looked like he's from Greatest American Hero. I yeah. wasn't really sure. So, and then there's that girl. So it's it's Linda Blair, another guy who seems pretty sensible. Yeah. So some sort of surfer dude. Yeah. Guy. There's always and, a surfer dude. And then this girl that's English that we like, as you heard in the that uh, trailer, you cannot understand no. anything she's saying because she slurs on top of the yeah. English accent and talks <laughs> way too quickly. Yeah. So, so they're all in there, and all they have to do is spend the night. But the having heard the story that this Arthur. Dude might still be in the house. <laughs> you know, of course, they're on edge. But, yeah. you know, teenage kids, you know, university, whatever, they're just there to party and they're just, they're fine. Everything is fine. So they spend like literally the first half an hour just sort of talking, talking about, yeah, you and know, really deep conversations yeah. of, of stuff and about life and like, like, Really heavy dialogue yeah. for, for what mo- kind of movie it is. Exactly. Like, t- completely forgetting about why we're watching this movie. And, t- like, I want to see some slashing. <laughs> yeah, I want some slashing. Yeah. My first worry was, oh, my God, there's only four people in this. Like, how, like, that's going to be very few people to kill. Yes. But then, like, they, so they're, they're locked in there by this gate. Yeah. Which, I don't know why they just couldn't jump any of the fence. I don't know how. Well, but the, because they said the, the, the gate is very difficult to... to um, jump over because it has spikes on the top, and it did. So you couldn't like just. But jump how big over were the, the wall? I guess the walls are pretty tall around, uh, like from the yeah, gate. Yeah, I guess like, so. I don't know. I think I you probably could have scaled them, but yeah. anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so there, uh, they so the, there was those four. Plus there was three others that which was the frat house, like I guess leader. I don't the, know what you like. I the, like to call them the flat, the frat house three. Yeah, they're, they're, <laughs> they have already set up some stuff to scare them in the house. Yeah, so they have like sound effects, and they have like. Mannequins or they like you know things with masks and stuff like that like because you know they need to scare them because the, nobody believes that this story is true so they set up speakers where they you could hear screaming and and of course because it's a teenage slasher movie in the eighties anytime they're screaming or something scary they all have to jump out of their beds and run to whatever room that's happening in yeah, instead, instead <laughs> Every of like single time. I know instead of like going okay let's get out of here yeah. they, like uh, or just they, stay where you are I, <laughs> I found a piece of dialogue I wrote down from that conversation all right what makes it so evil to be rich but so noble to be poor that was Whoa. that was a piece of dialogue. And I'm like, Whoa. why is this in this movie? <laughs> what is happening right now? Why? I, like, we shouldn't be contemplating this stuff. No, this, <laughs> this is, is too not, much. Yeah, it's not what this is about. But of course, um, right away they start losing each other in this house. Yeah. But then finding each other again. I don't. It's really weird. It was like, how big is this house? Like, it didn't look very big. Like, it was... and and why they all separated in the first place? Why? It, it's almost like they be, they decided that they needed to solve the mystery of this house. Yeah. Like because you know, as opposed to just surviving it. Oh, and at one point they said that they were only in there for six hours. Because don't forget that they were at this like frat party for a good mm. part of the night. So. It was only six hours before the sun was coming up. They could easily have just laid down and had a nap. Yeah. but And then just woken up six hours later and been, hey, we did it. <laughs> yeah. But instead, they had to investigate everything. It was like the world's longest night. Yes. Like it went on, a lot happened. Yeah. Like, a lot didn't happen, and no. then a lot happened. But it was like, okay, there's no way. This is like. No. But they, but. The problem was when the when they did st- it was literally like I pa- at one point I paused the movie just to see how much time had passed. The movie's an hour and forty minutes long. An hour and twenty two minutes into the movie, I think was when the first killing kind of happened, or someplace <laughs> around there. I mean, it was way way in, 
And then, so they killed this this one guy, and he fell off the roof and was hanging outside of a window. <laughs> and I I swear they used that guy hanging out the window for at least four different jump scares oh, because God. every time somebody would walk by the window, there'd be like a bum bum, there he is again. <laughs> oh, I know. <laughs> and then ten minutes later, two more people would walk by bum bum, same guy. <laughs> like literally, everyone bumped into him yes. like, individually. Yeah, I'm like, okay, we we know, <laughs> we get it. He's dead and he's hanging out there. There are some other weird parts in it too, where it's like there's Seth was the was the. Um, the surfer guy. Yeah. So. And then there was the, the British girl. So they it's implied that they have sex at one point, but they're both fully dressed yeah. the entire movie. Yeah. Like I don't know when this happened I exactly. Like it was just <laughs> like they were scant she was scantily clad, but it was yeah. like just yeah. stupid things like that that like, okay, this makes absolutely zero sense. No. <laughs> no, it's just and it was just like the nothing was very interesting about this movie. No. So the, there was like it turns out, as it turns out, the Arthur what, Griswold? What's I can't get it. Yes, the Griswolds. <laughs> the Griswolds were actually living in the house. So this this the story was true. The guy was living in the house, and he was sort of, you know, hunting them down for no apparent reason. Like I don't know why he was doing this. There was no motivation for, for that really. Was there? I no, don't know. I don't know. Just because they were invading. They were invading. I guess. I guess. Like, yeah. So that was probably it. Yeah. So they. So yeah. He was just sort of slowly started killing them off, and then you know, of course, there was the the big final chase where he was chasing the last one, and there happened to be a, there was a bit of a car chase. They they found a car, so they jumped in the car to drive away. Oh, we're safe. Everything's good. But all of a sudden, you know, they can't start the car. Oh yeah, of course, that always happens. Like in every, every movie. single cliche. I mean, now granted, this was 1980 or 81, so yeah. there hadn't like now it's so cliche. Maybe at that time that was still fresh. I don't know. But they couldn't start the car. They finally started the car, crashed it through the front gate of this place. And as we already determined, the front gate had some spikes on it. Yeah. I wonder what's going to happen next. Well, the big baddie was like on top of the car and they drove the car towards the. It was only one. It was just her. She was the only one. Left. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Linda Blair driving the car through towards the. Sees the fence that's yeah. knocked down, drives the car, and of course he's impaled on the fence. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, I love that one of the one of the frat guys, or actually it was Seth, I think, gets out of there. Yep. Um, he climbs the fence. Of course, he gets all cut up on the top. Yes. Um, he gets down. First off, he says, "Throw me my boots." And, but there's a huge gap under the fence. They could have slid those <laughs> yes. boots under. But then he has to throw them over the fence. I'm like. You can totally see you or, can slide them underneath between the bars. Yeah, the bars aren't that big. <laughs> um, you can almost put a body through the bars. Yeah. Then he gets he goes to the police station. They don't believe him because they because there's all these drunk frat people. Yeah, and, so, well, and that's the other thing. Somehow he like this house is located relatively close to town because he makes it to like to the center of town and to the police station and all this stuff. They again, they only had six hours. This yeah. whole adventure was only six hours long. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd say at least four of it four of those hours passed before he got out. Yeah. So like he like it was like right well, around the corner from the police he, station. He gets to the police station and then they don't listen to him, so he just walks in and takes a rifle. Yeah. And walks out, and yeah. there's tons of people in there. Yeah. I'm like, okay, that yeah. doesn't make any sense. This was the 80s. People did that all the Apparently time. Apparently, they just left <laughs> rifles out for you to take yeah. for the taken. That's right. If they were busy, you just, you know, vigilante, just do your thing. So <laughs> there was a couple, I thought, good parts in okay, it. Let's Unfor hear those. I'm, I'm, fortunately, it all happened near the end. Yep. Um, I thought it was cool there was two people, it wasn't just the one killer. Right. There was actually two. Right. So there was, I think, my, one might have been. The dad, maybe I don't know. There's one of them was deformed, which yeah. is like the guy that he was. 
He looked like Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Massacre. And then there was the other guy who ended up getting shot by Seth and left for dead. Um, So that was kind of cool. There was actually two people, not just the one. Um, I thought it was cool that um, they – I thought the tunnels underneath the house were cool. So so there's these tunnels – that are dug underneath the house, and that's where they kind of live is underneath. There's one cool scene where they're, the two of them are sitting there, and all of a sudden this, like, carpet goes up, yeah. and he's, he comes through, like, a hole in the floor. Yeah. I thought that part looked pretty cool. Yeah, and the catacombs were cool, like the, or whatever that was. I kind of felt like the catacombs might have been used again in House of a Thousand Corpses. Oh, they could have been because he, that was where they lived in that. Yeah, and that's they had those true. Or the, at least they it was like an homage to. to it, yeah, I, I I should look that up, but the, I, I, yeah. bet, I bet it could have been. Like the, the one thing I did read about those catacombs, they were literally only two corridors. They built two corridors and, and shot just, them in like multiple angles, so it looked like they kept coming from different oh, yeah. spaces. That's a and classic. Stuff. Yeah, it's so good, yeah, <laughs> and it worked. Well. It, it totally looked like lots when of. When you have no budget, and you can tell this movie didn't. Yep, this is what you do. <laughs> I think they blew most of that budget, probably renting the house yep. and that frat party at the beginning, which had like probably like seventy extras. Yes, <laughs> like it was it was massive. Like yeah. and then and then it's down to like seven characters and that's for it. the rest. Well, that, don't forget they also blew the budget on the costuming because they actually had to like make they couldn't just go to like the Gap and yeah. get like jeans and a t shirt. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> They'd have these like these weird costumes. Um, <laughs> I like that the killer moved fast in it. He was fast, yes. Yeah, not just one of those like super slow, like they're running and he's like ages behind. Yeah, he's breaking through walls and doors and stuff. Yeah, I, I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, and um, the uh, that was what else you got? Well, was, nice final kill. I thought the final kill was cool. The the like, the, like the him gate? Being, yeah him oh, being yeah. bailed on the gate. Like, yeah, I, I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, that that was cool. I mean, you could see it coming a mile away, but it was it's still the first for an eighty slasher flick, flick. That's a pretty neat way to go yeah yeah i thought it was kind of cool that even though the thing with seth going to the uh the police station was ridiculous i do like <laughs> the fact that he did get out of there yeah because a lot of times they'll jump the fence it'll be a big ordeal and then he gets killed outside the yeah, building yeah the guy's so, already like he's come out the tunnel on the other the side, side or yeah. something it's like what was the whole point of that scene but yeah. he actually did make it to town yeah that's different and no and no one uh no one actually like got him but the but yeah. anyways but i it was all right like, i mean yeah <laughs> like it wasn't good <laughs> no like I didn't think it was like I, I I'll say right now I didn't stand the test of time. It did not. It but did not. I thought there was elements in it that were cool. I just yeah. thought like the first part could have been tightened up a lot more. I think there should have been maybe two more people in the house with them. Yeah, two more like people that we didn't like or like you know what I mean like like red shirts like Star Trek red shirts who are just there just to get killed off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like a really easy kills. Yeah, you know, right off the top. Yeah, just to scare the other four. Because I realize they're trying to build like the suspense of what's going on, but there really was none. Like nope. it was like it's like okay, someone finally gets killed, and you're like okay, because you know what's going to happen because it's a slasher film, so you yeah. know somewhere down the line someone it's just. But like the the cool twist was that there was two of them, yeah. and, and there wasn't just the one family member. There was actually a couple. That's true. So I thought that was kind of cool. Um. But anyways, it was it was. I'd give it a solid okay. I, I'm well. I'm glad to have seen it now that I know that it's a cult classic, and it fit right in with the Halloween theme. So I'm I you know that was good. I my biggest thing is I because Linda like I love Linda Blair and her in The Exorcist, and yeah. I think she's she's kind of cool. And I would like to have seen her do something. <laughs> I mean, she drove the car at the end and killed the guy, so that was something. But for the longest time, she just talked. It was just a lot. It's just too much dialogue. Yeah, like it, unnecessary dialogue yeah. for the type of movie it was. Yeah, like it could have really flown like a lot faster. Like it kind of the the beginning was kind of cool, and then, yeah. and then it just sort of like, like, and it, I don't know why that guy had the key to the the gate in the first place. Well, I don't know how he would have gotten that. Yeah, like, I don't there, know. It, yeah, <laughs> unless his dad was a realtor or something. I don't know. Yeah. Like, 
how that would have happened. Like, there's a lot of questions. There, are, there was a lot more questions than answers in this movie. Well, and and like, how did those two guys live in that house? Like, what do they eat? Because they didn't eat the people after they killed them. Well, no, it's not I don't like know. I mean, I'm sure, they, I'm sure they probably like, scrap around. Really I don't know. Go what, to the grocery store. It's only down the street. Yeah, the I don't know. Store. <laughs> There's a lot of bones in there. Remember that she went down. Oh yeah, that's true. Oh, maybe eat, they did eat people. Yeah, they're eating something. Yeah. I don't know what. But anyways, it was like it was a bit of a mess. Let's yeah, put it that way. I mean, that's good. That's a good way. Yeah, to put you suspend it. your disbelief to a point in yeah. any horror movie. Like it's like you can't question everything because right. obviously the, wouldn't, the movie wouldn't exist if you didn't, you know, if things didn't happen. But. This movie had a lot. It was just too boring. Yeah. Like the, the first part, like the last half hour, that was pretty good. Yeah. The first hour was at least was like just like okay, Nothing. let's move it why along. Is, why are people still talking? <laughs> move it along. Like, and why is that English woman? Why can't I understand her? I like, these are things I need to know. I, know. I just <laughs> wanted her to get eliminated so we can move past that. <laughs> <laughs> so bizarre. Yeah. Anyways, that's, I think we could end there. I think that's a good place it, to go. Sometimes, <laughs> if there's a moral to the story, sometimes you rent something that just isn't that great. That's right. That's exactly what happened. And the nice, us. the nice thing is, you can return it. That is true. <laughs> that one will be returned and never to be rented again. That's I guarantee right. yeah, it. That's right. At least I saw it, I yeah. guess, if nothing else. <laughs> and there was nothing else. There was really not a lot. <laughs> so that's our show. Remember to follow us on socials. Uh, check us out there. Um, go to our uh, Podbean page, uh, which is yep. a link to Loop and Larry. Yep, um, loopandlarry.ca. That'll get you everywhere you want to go. Yep, you can listen to past podcasts, and uh, we got some pretty good ones. I'll uh, yeah. just briefly mention, because we interviewed um, – the guy from uh, that '80s definitive documentary. Oh yeah, David uh, David Weiner. Yeah, yes. and, and that's now that's available for uh, order. You can order it now, like pre-order it. It is available uh, on '80s Doc. I think it's called '80s Doc.com. Yeah, '80s Horror. Sorry, '80s Horror Doc. Dot com, I believe. I threw this at you without you knowing what I was going to yeah, say. Yeah, <laughs> it threw me right off. But I, I just remember doc. seeing that it, it, they had like a premiere and stuff yep, for it. Yeah, they uh, they premiered it in L.A. Um, it's it's actually now a four and a half, almost four and a half hour long documentary. That's cool. And it's getting phenomenal reviews. Yeah, like really, like they're they're saying if if you are a horror movie fan, this is the definitive. Uh, documentary on horror movies, um, so it it is available for order now. But I think it's only available for order until October thirty first. Yeah. Um, I think there's a cutoff on that. So if you do want to uh, get yourself a copy, uh, you you need to. Do you it have soon. one coming, right? I but, do have one coming. Okay. I I was a, a backer on the uh, on the project. The original, so, yeah. So you'll actually see my name hopefully in the uh, thank yous, which would be very exciting. <laughs> you read those like super fast <laughs> thank yous that you can't even read. It's like even if you pause it, yeah, it still looks blurry. To, yeah, you're gonna have to hit the old pause. Button there, but well, I just want to mention because we did interview him. So if you go back into our podcasts, yep, because we have so many years of podcasts. Exactly. Okay, this year. I think it was, but, I think it was episode seven, maybe. Yeah, and we interviewed him, and he was a really cool interview, and it's a really yep. cool, like it's definitely worth a listen. Yes, because it, it's a lot of insight into not only the documentary but just into horror in general yep. and, of the '80s, and it was really cool. So, um, so congratulations to them on their success on that. That's that's a really cool thing. So check that out. Check out all our podcasts if you haven't listened to them all, and um, the news might be a bit dated at times. Yeah. You can always skip Still halfway through. Still interesting. You can always skip yeah. halfway through. There's, there's to lots of stuff you miss in your life. So. That is true. You may have missed it. <laughs> okay. So, Anyways, that's the show. Thank you so much for listening. And we will be back in two weeks with more of Halloween. Loop and Larry, check us out. Produced by Matthew C. Loop and Lawrence Simner. A Loop and Larry production. Bueller. He likes it. Hey, Mikey. Bueller. Bad news. Fog is getting thicker. And Leon's getting larger. Inconceivable. Brian's right. It's an elf. Wax on. Does Barry Manilow know that you raid his wardrobe? Oh, Captain. My Captain. Life moves pretty fast. 
You don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. Wax off. 